0: Welcome back everyone to the UTOP Podcast. This is Kaymani once again. Today, we're gonna be talking about the new normal that is not so normal. And I'm sure you guys know what I mean by that. And that is the coronavirus and the pandemic that came with her. Just to hop right into it, today we're just gonna be talking about and answering some questions related to COVID and UNC Charlotte, as well as UTOP, of course, and just the all of our impact that COVID will ultimately have on how we do things and how we have been doing things for the past year. So, guys, the first thing I wanted to talk about is some things that the university has done to keep all the students and staff, like, informed with everything that's going on with COVID and the Niner self-check that allows for students to keep track of their symptoms as well as keeping in touch with the university, the different testing and vaccine options that are available for COVID. Let's talk a little bit more about the Niner notice. The Niner notice
1: is like um, Niner alerts and basically it alerts students, whether it's like a threat or something um, to campus, mostly COVID. um, They'll send a a lot of updates regarding COVID and how it will affect students on campus. If they are testing water or something in the residence halls, if they found any positive cases or anything on campus, um, that's when not a notice kind of comes through. And of course, they're not specific about what specific residence halls or what specific students just for privacy purposes. But this is just So that everyone stays in the loop and just kind of knows to be aware and be safe and just to continue to social distance on campus. For the Niner self check, uh, like Kimani said, this is just a good way for students to track their, their symptoms and also if they do indicate that they have tested positive or anything under the Niner self check, this just kind of alerts our representatives in our student health center they'll give you a call and do a self-tracking type thing where they'll kind of ask you where you've been and who you've been around. That way they can give some phone calls to those people that you've come in contact with. And this kind of lets them track and go back and notify those people that you've been around within the last couple of weeks so that they can also get tested so that they can just be aware and be safe um, and let them know what's going on. And then for testing and vaccines, um, we do offer testing to students on campus. It's really quick and simple and easy. Um, And just to kind of get rid of some of those myths you guys may have heard about testing, I personally get tested every single week um, on Mondays. And it is it's not painful, it's definitely painless. They don't go all the way up to your brain like most people say that they do. Um, they're very nice, it's very quick and easy. They just swab both nostrils, it takes about five seconds. Personally, I have one, I have a rapid test because I am an honor guide, so I get my results back the next day. But I've heard other students who mm, didn't necessarily do the rapid test and they've also gotten their results back super quickly within two to three days. Um, it's not taking weeks or anything like that. So, but just make sure that you're quarantining or staying inside if you, if you have been exposed and you are awaiting your test results. And if, if that is something that you are doing, that is an option for you to select when you are doing your Niner self-check.
0: Right, I also get tested weekly, Shay. <laughs> I get tested every Sunday, um, mainly because of my job. So I work in a warehouse So just coming into contact with a lot of different people in in those large public spaces, you just want to make sure that you are staying safe and washing your hands and um, getting tested regularly, wearing masks. So all of those different things um, go into it. And then also, I just want to say the Niner self-check, it's just like a screening. So it just asks you like a bunch of different questions about, like Shay said, like who you've been in contact with. And it also, you know, helps you if you're one of those people that might not know, you know, when you should seek medical care or should I go get a test? Should I not? So it definitely helps you do that. Okay, and just to talk a little bit more about vaccines. Um, So I know right now there are three different types of vaccines that are out following like the CDC updates and North Carolina updates, as well as um, like we mentioned, like Niner Notice. Niner Notice does a really good job of um, informing students of the different advances and progress that they've made with the COVID vaccines. So they've done a really good job about that. I know some people might ask, will the vaccine be required? And I personally highly encourage you to get the vaccine, um, as well as taking all those precautions that I just mentioned, you know, wearing a mask and different things like that, just to stay as safe as possible, um, not only for yourself, but for everyone else.
1: And just some updates. I know the vaccine has kind of been opening up and and made available to certain groups um, at a time, but since, you know, the Utah, you guys will be students during the summer um and this past Thursday on March 25th Governor Roy Cooper actually did announce that the vaccines are opening up for group 4b and that basically includes people residing in close group living facilities um, and that would apply to students living in residence halls and that'll start on March 31st and since Utah will proceed on July 4th that will apply um, to any students that way you guys are eligible and able to get the vaccine if you choose to. And then on April 7th, all um, all North Carolina adults will be eligible to get the vaccine, whether they're residing in a residence hall or a large group of living facility or anything.
0: You mentioned uh, just us being college students. And I know that another recent uh, update in uh, Mecklenburg County, which is um, Charlotte, Another update is that a lot of places are going back to uh, larger capacities that are able to have. So that means that events will start happening again and more people will definitely be more enticed to resume life as normal pre-pandemic. But as I'm sure everyone is preaching, just make sure that you are staying safe if you do choose to go back out there, which a lot of people will, but just social distancing and mask wearing can just go a really long way okay so now that we kind of talked about COVID and the pandemic and all the precautions and things of that sort let's just get into some questions that I'm sure a lot of students might have um, coming into the program um, as well as some of the mentors that are listening to this right now so one question is will mass be required yes of yeah. course Of course, we're definitely requiring masks. It's a
2: university policy too.
0: Masks are actually still required right now in the whole state of North Carolina, even though, as I mentioned, he is lifting the curfews and expanding the capacities that businesses are allowed to have. However, masks are still required. And just because you get a vaccine doesn't mean you don't wear a mask. Just wanted to say that too. They still go hand in hand. Um, Just making sure that everyone is being as safe as possible.
1: I also want to add something that that's university policy, and that goes for a lot of things. So if you don't know, the university does have its own policies that doesn't necessarily align with the state policies, for example, the state allows gatherings, I believe, inside 50 people, outside 100 people right now. However, the university policy is 25 people inside and 50 people outside as far as gatherings go. So it's just very important that you stay updated and stay in the loop about what the university's policies are because they may not always align with the state policies and it may be something different. I think that's important to highlight.
0: Okay, uh, another question social distancing. If you've been on campus since the pandemic has started, you know that the university has put in place in all public spaces where there might be crowds of people. They do have the markers on the floor to like remind you to keep your six feet between you and others. Elevators have limited capacity. So all the things that you would find in any other place, like a business or store or something like that, you're definitely going to find it on campus as well. Because they're definitely still trying to take the same precautions to make sure that if someone does have the virus, that they're not spreading it to other people. That also kind of goes along with cleaning and janitorial services. They're doing an awesome job at keeping the surfaces and buildings and areas clean and keeping it sanitized on a regular basis, which is actually really great to see. Another area that I know questions or concerns might arise would be with the resident hall. So this year, UTOP, we will be in Miltmore Hall. And because UTOP is a residential program, you can definitely expect there to be a reduced capacity in the rooms, in the lounge and study areas, laundry room, different spaces like that, of course, because, you you know, you just don't want to have too many people, especially when you are already living together. When it comes to visitors in the residence hall, we are not going to be having visitors this summer just because we definitely just wanna limit the amount of people, like I said, that are coming in and out of the residence hall because those are close living quarters that we're in already.
2: So definitely expect that. One thing to keep in mind too is just to make sure that whichever residence hall your mentee will be staying in not just in the summer, because, of course, we're staying in Miltmore, but in the fall, just to be sure they're following university guidelines and resident hall guidelines, according to whatever's going on. Because I mean, not saying every resident hall is going to have different guidelines, but just ensuring that, you know, we're following those guidelines to the T. And it'll be the same with Utah. You know, as things go on, like different updates will happen. So just making sure that we're informed and being updated with that. If things do change, like it'll be based upon the university guidelines. So, you know, we'll keep everybody informed um, according to university guidelines as new updates are being upheld.
0: Okay, so that concludes this podcast. It was very short, but as you guys know, uh, the coronavirus is definitely an ongoing and developing situation that we are, as well as the university and everyone else in the whole world is closely monitoring to make sure that we're on top of it and doing the most we can to keep everyone safe.